Okay, hello, hello, and welcome to Session with the Kush Queen. Today we do have a uh, makeup guest that I had to cancel before due to unfortunate circumstances on my part. So we have Jackie Childs in the house. If you guys don't know who she is, she is a social media influencer. She is a best-selling author for a book called um, Ignite Your Inner Warrior. She oh, we just went blurry. Yeah, my phone does that. Oh. <laughs> She's also a uh, model. She has been on Naked News as a newscaster, one of the originals. She is a Hamilton native right now, but she was born in Burlington, so that's very close to both of them, I have to say. She's also a mother. She's a CBD advocate, and I don't want to get this wrong, so you're an ambassador for... African Aid. African Aid International. Yes. Okay, so there we go. I'm going to get all three of those up there. So here we go, guys. Hi! Hello to all of you. So just to start off with you, I just want to get some background off of you, who you are, where you come from, and I know that you were born in Burlington. Yeah. You're a Leo. Yep. Are you a true Leo? Like, do people say that you, like, fit yes. the key to a Leo? Yes. Um, I'm headstrong and sort of in charge and yeah. kind of, and if you, I protect my pride. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, yeah, you're very protective yeah. of your friends. My, yeah. Yeah. The people that are in my circle. I'm definitely a Leo. Definitely. My husband's a Leo as well. Oh my God. So I know, so on my back I have two lions that are tattooed. It, there's two lion heads that make the shape of a heart. Oh, that's really it's cool. On my, it's a, it should be somewhere. <laughs> Find your tattoo. <laughs> I posted it on my Instagram a couple of a, a week or two ago. Just a, I don't post a lot of my tattoo pictures, but it's a, I am a Leo and he's a Leo. And do you cover a lot of them up when you guys do your photo shoots? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Um, I, don't, me, I don't know. It's just me. Um, no one has actually asked me to or said to. I think maybe. You just like the clean shot. Yeah, I just think I wanted to keep it a certain. You know, so I, I can cover lots of friends if I'm not all tatted. I mean, I am. I have seven, so. But I. As most of you can't usually see them. No, you can't usually see them at all. You don't usually see that I've covered in them. My whole back is covered. So. Yeah, so see, that's not too bad, guys. I like it here. Yes, yeah, so we are at Hamilton Vape Lounge. It is Jackie's first time actually being in here with us. Any vape lounge. Any vape lounge. Other than in Amsterdam. <laughs> well, you got to go to that. Yeah, last year my husband and I went to Amsterdam because he's a power lifter, professional power lifter, or world-class power lifter, and he won the golds. Um, it was happening in Belarus, and from Belarus went to Amsterdam. They're a power couple, guys. There we go. <laughs> a true power couple. He's a power lifter. She is a social media power force. Yes, Oh, true stoners. True stoners. So just to touch base quickly, today we do have a sponsorship by Suverine Extracts. They have sensing the little care pack for Jackie to try out. Thank you. It is a one-to-one -one CBD, THC, ECDC. It's really nice. Yeah, so she gets to try that because she likes the CBD products. And uh, THC will help open up your cannabinoids to help you actually take in the CBD to a fuller extent. And then she's got the little pen to go with it. So that will be good for her to try out. We'll probably get her to see if she wants to try it out later on today. Sure. In our show. But um, I know that you like... Do you like football or does he like football? He likes football. But you go to the football games. Yeah, um, well, Hamilton stuff. I, so I, I just like Hamilton. I mean, I, I it's just like I, with the cannabis industry, like I always feel like I owe everyone an apology because I think I perpetuated. I mean, I was definitely part of the problem. I was cannabis marijuana is very was very negative to me. You know what? Every time I go there, they Same with Hamilton. I didn't. I had a love hate with Hamilton. 
and oh, we, over the last not few being from here we thought it was dirty yeah and like, over know, the I, last few and like growing um raising my kids i was a little bit negative about hamilton and then the last few years i'm like freaking love it i love it's a little engine that could it's yeah. gonna like it just keeps going i love going. hamilton i, I, I mean, come here like three times a week yeah i guess right? i do i honestly like it here a lot it's I like love my it. second home um i've delivered meal i supervised here for the longest part of my there's career a lot of really good people oh it's great there's a lot of really good people and there's tons of stuff to do and i'll be honest as a cannabis enthusiast <laughs> there's a lot going on in hamilton i mean dr earl he started me in this whole thing oh he's amazing like yeah, i the first time i ever i guess really got high and it had an infused meal and when I was learning all about everything from like day one it was Dr. Earl. Dr. Earl? Yeah, so he'll actually be at Canacrow guys. He yeah. is a local also to Hamilton. He does topicals, he does extracts, he has flowers, he does edibles, like this he guy touches on like his... everything. And he's also like did you go to Karma Cut? Yes. Oh I'm my judge. He was Karma like Cut. the marketing guru of the whole event. This guy had people walking around on every corner with signs. <laughs> I have a lot thing. of pictures of that. Yeah. I was actually, I loved being a judge for the Karma Cup because if that was, I was so new to the cannabis You were industry. one of the guest judges, yes. right? Yes. And I got to try everything and smell everything, taste everything. We went around and saw the glass that all the glass blowers had made. and Like, it was amazing. I mean, for someone so new and such a, like, I say I'm so green. <laughs> it was a great learning experience. I mean, I Green's loved it. Word. I hope I get to be a judge again. <laughs> it was awesome. I love Karma Cup. Yeah, I truly do. It was it. really, really fun. Do you plan on going to the Ingenuous Cup this year? That's in May. I believe. Back yes, at the Thai and Yes. I think we already booked a hotel. I think we already did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we are definitely going to as well. So I've got we that We went to planned. the Christmas party. Jamie invited us to their Christmas party. I saw you and you got those freaking comfortable raw onesies. The raw onesies. Yeah. yeah that, that looked really amazing. That looks so I live in it actually. I take it. I wear it grocery shopping. I wear it all around. Most people don't know it's me. I put the hood up. I even have the thing that covers. Like, oh my I god! Love it. You do the whole string thing. No one knows it's me. That's actually my um, my forty second birthday weekend is going to be oh, for that cup. Yeah, so oh. we're going to go celebrate with mellow moments, and I'm just going to be like, oh, she's amazing. it's 42.0 birthday for us is what we're going to turn what? into. I'm the 30th. The event starts on the 31st. Oh, okay. So I'm a Gemini, a little bit double-headed sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> maybe three-headed sometimes. I don't know. What, you think four-headed? <laughs> we're all over the place with Geminis. Um, okay, so with you, with what you do, what... Do you find offensive? Um, Anything? Meanness. Meanness. Ignorance. That's what person. I find offensive. Yeah. I don't care what you're wearing or what you're not wearing. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you're fucking. Yeah. Are, are you allowed to say that? Yeah. How, <laughs> you're, I really could care less. I don't care if you have two nickels to rub together or millions of nickels. If you're a dick, you're a dick. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm not very good about, like, I can keep a secret unless you're a dick. I'll let everyone know that. Like, just, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're putting people on, yeah. you're calling people out. Like, I, that really bothers me. I, um, I mean, I, the last maybe eight months, nine months, I'm really using my platform to try and spread kindness. Like, I'm not falling into the nonsense on Twitter or Facebook. I'm not bashing, gonna bash people. I'm not gonna gang up on my I don't do that Spread either. kindness I totally and fun. Smile. I post millions of pictures. I might be naked, but I'm smiling. Like, yeah, like and I, this is nature. Yeah, yeah. Like, we came in this way. There's really nothing that wrong with that. That shouldn't mean I'm a bad mom or a bad person. No. And, and, I mean, heaven forbid, now I smoke pot. Oh my goodness. I'm. Jesus. 
so you had that stereotype because of that, and I've been stereotyped of that because I'm a pothead, so right. I got to be a bad. So mother. I can totally, yeah. I totally get it. I mean, I actually hid my kids up until maybe about a month and a half ago. I did a personal podcast on myself, oh. and I had, I still to this day have not posted a photo of my children. I have one or two, very, very few. They don't have the same last name as me, so they're sort of. Mine don't either. Oh, see, Mine actually don't so either. Sort of protected that way, and my social media now is just over two million just around so i have to be super careful with what i share of my kids and stuff because i i'm very close well, yeah for you it's a lot different because you're like a, yeah you've got people all over the world yeah it's not yeah. just in one area either <laughs> like my following is like pretty much toronto based right i do like it though this is it's really new now if i go to like lime ridge mall people will go hey are you just i love it i do really love it i get excited they're like hey we follow you on instagram i get so excited Embrace it. i really like it i'm like so so get all geeked about it, yeah. <laughs> or unless I'm high, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so I heard you in a podcast, and yes. I heard that you, I heard you use a quote that you liked, and I, I'd like to know what it actually means to you when you say, "The devil whispered in my ear, here mm-hmm. comes a storm," and I turned back and I turned to the devil and I said, "I am the storm." Today, the devil whispered in my ear, um, "Here comes a storm," and I turned back to the devil and said, "I am the storm." What does that mean to you? That's how I started my book, Ignite Your Inner Warrior. That's the first paragraph in my book, in my story. Um, I think, to me, what that means is I look, I look blonde hair and, and giggly and big boobs and whatever. I look like your everyday bimbo. Your everyday, my friends call me Becky, your everyday Becky. I'm not that. I'm, I'm not. I really, truly, when you say, are you a Leo, are you ever, I, when I'm sitting and picturing myself, I do picture a beast or a lion or the, like, a, a demon of some sort. Like, I am, I find now, especially since I'm karma-free, I am really strong, I'm creative, I'm brave, um, I have very little shame. And I don't think that's a bad thing. There's I'm no, very, I honestly feel I'm, like too many people have too much shame. And I've had shame my entire life to like crippling shame of everything, of, of not being fast enough, smart enough, strong enough, tall enough, skinny enough, pretty enough, What you know, yeah. I'm done, done. And when I say that, you won't see six weeks from now or six months from now, oh, she's, I think she's lost there in her shame again. It's gone, I am shameless. And I think that quote means I'm a warrior, means I'm a brave, like, you, I can't be bought, which feels fabulous. Yeah. Because I have been bought and sold a billion times in my Yeah, life. you're done with that. And I am completely done. When I separated from my ex, and I, I literally left with a backpack. I, and I was in the position to not leave with a backpack. There was cottages and houses and boats and the whole thing. I left. You, yeah, you, the, and I you just wanted done. out. You didn't care about and what it, you were getting it from it. It was so empowering and so... I, and if I could come from the backpack at 36 years old or 35 years old to where I am right now, all on my freaking own. I mean, I have a very supportive, loving husband. He's part of the brand. But doing it on my own, it's really empowering. It's great. I feel, I feel fabulous. And since... Being farmer free, it's only it's only 13 months, 14 months, um, and using cannabis, at CBD especially CBD THC. Um, I feel that I don't have. To, I'm also not full of hate and anger for that those people and the past anymore. I've let it go. I have. I think it's pretty freaking powerful to be able to say fuck it and it re- and truly mean it. 
How did you reach that point, though? Like, did you, was there something that happened? <laughs> did you just finally just let I, it go? Was I, it I when say it flipped over? When my starting smoking pot, starting eating it, I I use, um, like, Because our community is like that, though. We do not, we're dram, We're supposed to be drama-free, right? Yeah, like, we do like supposed to, just, to be. Yeah. That's why I said supposed to, because I do see quite a bit of it happening lately, and I'm just like, whoa. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I use um, THC oil um, every four hours. I take a couple drops of this oil. Like, I'm, I say I'm high all the time, but, or elevated, and I have no time or room for it. Oh, holy crap. I don't feel it in me, actually. I feel even stronger and braver to sit or be with people that I know don't like me yeah. or that I've had problems with in the past and be able to say, how's it going? Hey, how's it, how are you, how you feeling? What's new? And feel, and not feel any anger, animosity, or hate towards them. It's freaking amazing because it's <laughs> a whole life of the opposite direction. Yeah, I mean, I have no, I really don't have relationships with my family, like my parents and my, I have uh, siblings and stuff. I don't have any relationship, very, very little. And I'm fine with it. I mean, if we, if our paths cross again, great. And if they don't, I mean, I guess that's the way it's supposed to be. I always say that you cannot, you can choose your friends, but you cannot choose your family. Yes. But it doesn't always mean that your friends are meant to be, or your family is meant to be your friends. Right. That's, you know, like, like you don't have to like I, them because yeah, of your like, blood. Would you actually be friends with that person if it wasn't your family member? A lot of the time, not necessarily no. would you even have and, them in your life. And right? recently I've been saying, like, about why everyone's trying to, like, all my girlfriends are chasing guys and girlfriends are trying to do things so guys like them or you're trying to do things so your parents accept you or you're trying to how about being yeah. your own freaking best friend yeah I stopped doing Getting that recently your, yeah, my tattoos just... are new for me um, I've always wanted to be a lot covered That's my beautiful. father has a perception of it he doesn't like it mine too and I decided I love you dad but it's time it's for your life. yeah and he's like why do you do this because I want to and when is it supposed to start is it not at 20 30 40 50 when does it start yeah. when is it you your have time? to start eventually and so I'm tired of you can't dig in Jackie Childs and find anything that I haven't already told you I haven't shown you. I'm naked everywhere, and there's this that no, I've never done. Yeah, before. your dark secrets have already been like, laid out by yourself. Read the story. That's like it's everything horrific that's ever happened in my life to now, and then you can Google the crap out of me and see anything. I have nothing to hide. Boy, oh boy, does that feel like a superpower to have nothing to hide. Yeah, because it means you have it's really good sleep. <laughs> well, thanks, edibles. I have fabulous <laughs> sleeps. I mean, I was on a lot of, um, a lot. Uh, I think I was at one point. I was on about seven or eight prescriptions, nine to twenty, nine to sixteen, seventeen pills a day. More like to get up, to go to sleep, to be in a crowd, to fly on an airplane for motion sickness, for anxiety, depression. Because I was incontinent. Um, because I had a, I had a full hysterectomy and I had some. I have Crohn's, so I had lots of. Um, bladder problems and I have just a disaster and I was on a pill for everything and then every couple months it would just be a 0.5 more and 0.5 more and I said fuck it cold turkey and I started smoking weed and, and you literally animals. feel like do you have any kind of backlashes from any of your I have or I like have that? some flare-ups um maybe maybe once every six to eight weeks where I that and a flare-up to me is two or three days of some, I'd say crippling, some serious, which I can deal with now, some serious cramps and pains um, where people go to the washroom, it takes them two minutes or three yeah. minutes, it might take me 20. Yeah, because it's a, wants to yeah, or it happens too much, like it's so unpredictable, but it's very, very manageable. I mean, there's no cure and I'm not cured by any means from anything, the anxiety, depression, my, I have like 
But you have bad clarity news. now. You have mental clarity. Yes, You've I got do. full control of your own body now, and it's not medically. And I'm done, 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 <laughs> trying to be perfect, trying to achieve perfection, because that's just not. How about, like, enjoy this journey? And I laugh at it. I laugh at shit. That even helped you, too, even with, like, just the whole mental be, thing of yeah. it. But cannabis has put me in this mental state. I am an uptight, anxious, nervous Nelly on my, and then starting to eat edibles, and I love. Is edibles your go-to? Is that yeah. like doing it? Yeah, I'm a terrible smoker. I'm a, I'm terrible. I cough and hack, and I hate I'm not, coffee. And I, I hate coffee. I wear so much makeup that my eyes water. It all runs down. I look like Alice Cooper. Like, <laughs> who wants to do that? So I, <laughs> I eat. I, I have a vape. I have a couple vapes, THC and CBD vape pens. Um, Birch and Fog sent me a ton. Um, I like, yeah, and and really they're informative. So I, I like to, I go on all, almost all the websites I find. I go on and read through and see what they're, because I'm so new still. Yeah. Um, I like to talk about it. I'm not an expert in any of it. Like, so people will reach out to me afterwards and say, well, what are you using? What brand? How much do you use? It's such a personal journey for everyone, right? It is. It is. It totally is. And the guidelines can change for everybody on how much you need. And some people I heard, they start off at a high amount and then they get to lower it. Other people have to take it. I ate, I had a candy, an edible with like five milligrams and I would almost pass out. Now I'm like a five. That's a joke. Like You're I need like, like, I need, I need like 35 times a day, <laughs> you know, like, so it's, it's pretty different now. Yeah, edibles are so weed. different. Like people don't understand. Like when you smoke weed, you get that instantaneous hit and it, it kind of wears off after five minutes of doing a bomb. But when you take acid or mushrooms or an edible, that's <laughs> I why mushrooms. I'm, I'm going to say it like that. Cause once you take them, you're going. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you're Down going, the there's like an eight hour, I don't know how long it takes, but you, yeah, there's no turning back. You're not drinking orange juice. It's going to be normal in five minutes from now. It's, I, I love it. Plus I write, I write a lot at night and I have an edible in about 45 minutes to an hour. I writing and, and you know, I'm in my creative space and it's also really good for social media because there's so much bullshit on there that I can just fluff it off when, yeah. when I'm not. Yeah, and I also don't like to say high. I'm high. I like to say elevated. I'm elevated because high still has that negative, you know, a little bit. I'm because when I'm high, I'm high as fuck. So, so I like to say elevated. I did have a green out. I know what a green out is. I had that. It's crazy disaster. What is? I think I've done that when I tried to do too many bombs in a row for a video, and then I failed. And then I tried to do it the second time to get the video, and I totally messed up. But I have an actual question that I think is important. We got blurry again. You just go like that, and it'll come back. Somehow. Oh, there but you go. With um, okay, so I, as far as I think, your number one fan, your number one supporter is your husband, right? Yes, with your career. Now, definitely. Where did you find him? Like how? So I need to know this. Where did you find the love of your life? A man that is like completely. He's the He's so into you. But yeah, but he's just. He's, you can see it. Well, he, when people say he's so in, like he's so into me. He is so into, ev- like, he wants everyone to do well. He wants to succeed. He wants everyone to succeed. He, well, we met in Ancaster, not far from here. Um, he owned a gym that I worked, worked out at. I was a new member of the gym. Um, we were both married to other people at the time. We now skip to this, to this time. Um, 
He's always been. I mean, he applied for my job at the Naked News for me. Like, he filled it all out as if it was me and sent the pictures and sent the whole thing and the emails, whatever. He saw it ahead of you. And he, he does everything like that. He made um, Jackie Child's is incorpor- an incorporated brand. He incorporated the name and the whole the business and everything. And um, because of the demand for content, as my social media grew, so, like, in the millions... He became a photographer. He was a photographer when he was really, really young. He had cameras through his teens, and he was, and then he stopped and got back into it because our demand was so great. I travel. Um, but even when I look at him from across the room, I can see the way that can, you, don't, you don't see it very often. My cousin has that with one of his, like one of my cousins has that with his wife, and I have not seen that in very many other people. And you can see it. It's it's new for me too to actually, if my partner my husband is really happy and having a great time I actually feel good about it like instead of being a bitch or being jealous or being angry or being resentful or whatever if he's like calls me say he can be comfortable too I I celebrate him he celebrates me it's very strange because I have been negative and demanding and pissy and jealous and everything in the past two-sided relationship yeah and now it's it's really it's really really nice Uh see healthy relationships exist they really do and they can exist in the cannabis world like you can be you know you can be business you can be work you can be love you can be yeah and it can all actually work out it's i mean it doesn't always work out for everybody i'm 45 i mean it took us a while to get where it's not a bad age difference it's it's I just felt like I'm completely different now. Like who I would have dated or been with in my 20s and 30s is so different now. It's so like I, I wouldn't have liked me back then. Like my own who I was. Well, if you would have met yourself, yeah, you I would. I wouldn't want to date that bitch either. <laughs> she, she was a hoe. Now <laughs> I've heard you laughing. use, and I've seen you use the hashtag MILF. Yes. Okay, so it's derogatory. I'm just gonna put out words and like, what does it mean to you, like MILF? MILF. Well, I get it constantly. It was M. The mother I'd like to fuck, and the reason I used it to begin with when I started my social media is because at the time MILF was the number one googled word. So, and in order to grow my social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and everything, I researched number trending hashtags and what was number one or what was the most googled word and what was the most. And for years, I think it was three years. You embraced the word yourself. So then I used it. I mean, instead, because you can call me a milf and you can send me a dick pic and you can send call me a whore or whatever. But I turn that around and I I use those (laughs) words all the time. So you can't offend me or hurt me by it if it's a word I use in my daily. Yeah, it's part of your dialect. Like when people say that fake titted slut, I'm like, yeah, over here, me. (laughs) You talking to me? Like, cause that's yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) Like. They, it doesn't it doesn't affect you negatively if you if you use that word if you use those words and if you make it a part of your conversation and that's why so I might have a very thoughtful post and a nice picture but I still use all those hashtags because that's how you can find me. <laughs> oh my god, um, milf, yeah. Okay, so sex symbol. Now I don't know when I hear the word sex symbol, sex symbol, I think of Pamela Anderson. Um, there's that girl I did the photo thing with, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Like, think of those. Oh, sort I've of. never seen that. So, I read once that as celebrity grows, or as you get popular or become a quote-unquote celebrity or famous or whatever, the world around you changes. You don't change. And I never ever got it until then, when you just said sex symbol, because I still see myself as the flat-chested, brown hair, brown eyes. 
plain, boring, mousy, not really much yeah. going to the conversation person. <laughs> I still look at myself like that. So, I, I mean, I'm a, mo- a wife and a mom and whatever. So, but it's the outside world that now uses those words to describe me and stuff, which is cool. It's, I mean, it's great, but I don't have a magic, I say I don't have a magic pill, I have a magic plant, but I don't have the fountain of youth, right? Like, we're all going to get old. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. My ass is already almost down to my knees. I'm like, I eat 24-7. I'm wrinkly as shit. I just, whatever. So, so I couldn't just always be hashtag MILF, hashtag sex fiddle. I have to evolve. So, female empowerment. Exactly. That's why I wrote the book very strategically. I wanted to reach women. I wanted yeah, to actually. You said it was kind of part of the Me Too movement, def- right? Exactly. And I wanted to be someone that women could relate to um, and see that it, I'm not. The picture that we're selling on social media, the way social media plays out, they don't want to see my fat cottage cheese ass and my gut hanging out after I ate a whole pizza. And they don't want to see me in the. Well, I did post that picture on the toilet. You have shown some a, real pictures too, yeah. you know, when you're laying in bed and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, occasionally. And up. that's my husband. He's like, let's just, you know. But social media is inherently like where it's fake, right? It really is fake. It's all. So every so often I throw in a real picture or a real whatever, but I don't know. See, I'm thinking about sex symbol. I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. Nakednews.com. Yes. So Naked News um, was, I have nothing negative or bad to say about my time on Naked News. First of all, the places we went, the things we did, the people we met, I mean, it's still going. It's still going strong. Nakednews.com is still, um, shout out, hey, (laughs) Naked News friends. Um, It was amazing. I got to travel the world naked, cooking, yoga, um, traveling meeting people it was pretty interesting to be like downtown toronto on the street corner like out on bay like outside of the big banks with the big water, and being i was topless going excuse me miss i know it's your quick lunch break from your legal whatever but do you mind I, i'd like to talk to you about being a vegan <laughs> and i have no no clothes on <laughs> like, i literally oh just i will it's right there <laughs> so it was i mean it was really fun i mean and to work there like their meetings and their lunchroom and everything you're walking everyone's walking around naked even it's, at the place yes it's oh, so, so it's weird. almost like a nudist it's so weird so like so like the producer and the director they wear their clothes and then like the accounting ladies because it's a real like they have an hr department and they have a real like it's a real giant business yet eight six to eight girls are running around completely naked talking about scripts and the weather and where we're off to next and whatever it's just weird it's so it was a really great how many years did you do that for three it's been yes i did it for three and it's been four years that i've not been there um i still do social media events with them i was gonna say you're still kind of like an honorary and and (coughs) babes and blunts madison and like the girls madison marina and stuff um they still use my kitchen to do cooking shows and stuff, especially if it's like anything within the cannabis industry. I, I've always said they can come and use my home. And I also, when people reach out to me and say we're, you know, like we're craft growers or we're glass blowers or whatever we are, but we're tiny, but we'd like some exposure. I love them reaching out to me and then I can give them to Naked News and they can yeah. use my home to whatever. Like, I think it's, it was a great thing. They, they opened a lot of doors for me and I'm just open them back. That's good. So giving back to the community. And I actually think that a lot of people don't do that. Like people hide secrets and stuff like that. And I don't understand. Like, okay, I understand that you're a master grower or you're this or that, but you can't let craft die, right? Yeah. Like, well, I just, keep I messaged, I've messaged three people. I just recently realized that I, I 
I like pinks, the pinks, like pink Kush or pink I like pink too. Pink whatever. Oh, yeah. So I messaged a few people for seeds or clones or whatever, and everyone's like, no! Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Nobody wants so to no. share pink. <laughs> okay. You need to share some pink if you have access to that. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> That's what she's asking for. I got a catalog of seeds. Oh. <laughs> oh no, everyone's so clandestine about where they get their pink. Anyhow, so is there another word? Is there another hashtag? Or is that it? No, that's it for the hashtags. <laughs> is it hard to maintain your social media presence? Because you're like, I've seen that you're like, what? You're on Twitter, you're, I believe you're on Tumblr, you're on LinkedIn, you're on... Yes, LinkedIn's really new, and that's just since the cannabis, because um, a lot of the businesses, like a lot of the businessmen, the suits... LPs or whatever you guys call them. That's I don't even freaking like, know. They are all on LinkedIn. Oh, they've all started setting up their business profiles, yeah. eh? So I'm on LinkedIn for that, for business reasons. Facebook is, uh, it's a beast to film my, to create content all the time, every day. Like, and also the demand, if I'm not on social media for a day or two, and I go and I look at my messages or I look at notifications, it's overwhelming. And social media never rests. It's 24-7, you know, which 365, which is my own fault and my own problem. I need to step away from it more. And, and I mean, I have a really... Yeah, these people have expectations on you that are unrealistic, and it's not fair to you, right? So, And I'm, I've partnered with um, some craft growers in Alberta, Cantaleaf, and I'm blogging for them, and I'm sharing their stuff. I saw that. That's the new uh, CBD company that you're yes. with, right? And they're craft growers. And uh, really nice. I met them at um, an event in Montreal. I was at that Namaste event that Snoop Dogg was at. And I met these craft growers. And we started, we just, our initial holo was there. And then a few weeks later, we touched base and we touched base again. And they're a bunch of great guys. And they're re they're excited. So I'm excited to see where the cannabis industry goes. I mean, I know there's a lot of negative stuff right now with government stuff and whatever. With the legalities and how they're trying to figure out the loopholes in the gray area. But I'm sure some things are going to, I mean, it, it can't all be shit. And look at how far we've come. So I've been smoking pot since I was 18. And honestly, <laughs> I've gone with pot, and then I've flipped the pharmaceuticals, and I've gone back to pot. Good. And it's just, there's a huge difference with it. But there is, there's so many perceptions that are wrapped around oh, it right now with so many people. Literally, the day that legality hit, I swear about 50% of those people's, it's like it just changed just, just because, because of legality. Legal. Yeah. Just because of legality. Now, I still, I still lose sponsors and partnerships and everything because they say I'm too public about my cannabis use and cannabis consumption. But Yeah, but it's not but, like you're smoking bong. It's and, you're using and then CBD. I, yeah, like, I, who cares? I don't want to work with them anyway because this is who I am. And like I said, can't be bought and owned. Fine. All you've done is make room for someone else. Yeah, and they're not accepting so, you for exactly yeah, for what you're I'm doing. Yeah, because I'm not going to... took alternative medicine is what it's talking <laughs> And... But everyone really, really liked me and wanted to work with me and wanted to use my social media when I was high as fuck on pharmaceuticals morning and night. I was, I was using and abusing. Like I wasn't, it was all prescribed, but I was abusing the shit out of it. And everyone thought it was, it was awesome. I was great. No, just take it out of man or just take it. And it's all cool. And now all of a sudden I'm barely smoking. I mean, eating and it's 90% CBD. Um, I do like mushrooms though. It's supposed to be a new thing, though. Yeah. Did you take them a lot? Um, last, I did six days in a row. I microdosed. Okay, I'm hearing about row. this. Tell me about that. I'd love to hear about that. So they're just tiny little skinny pieces that I was taking. Um, I I ate them. You could make a tea too. The 
two, I had some company one night and they all put it in their tea. They made like a little tea, but I like to just eat you it. Feel it like? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your your body is sort of weird, but my head just gets in a really. I just want to write. I want to write. So I want to really talk. Good place. And yeah. I, I now I did them when I was a kid, like when I was like I loved them or when I was a kid. I, liked I tripped out like crazy and I didn't like them, so I was terrified. And then we went to er, er, to Amsterdam last year, and I did it again in Amsterdam, and it was okay. But then this microdosing thing, just taking little bits, a couple times a day, little tiny pieces, but do it every day to get yourself. It sort of like resets yourself. You get into a different. So you only do it for like a six day cycle, or do you keep you can, going after that? A lot of people do it three days. Um, I'm a less is, or a more is I'm a less more, is more. I'm an all or nothing. Or, yeah, person. I'm a more is more. If you say take one, I take five. But <laughs> don't take my advice. Um, but I did it for six days, and I would do it again for probably longer. Um, they at those like yogi type retreats and stuff all over. They yeah. they take them for days and days. The whole time you're there, as part of your cleanse, as part of your you know like. It, from they say it's great for when you're, if you're into meditation and which I'm not into meditation. I I'm too hyper and I talk too much. I don't know how to meditate. Like I don't understand. I'm not saying anything bad about it. If it gets too quiet, I start to make noise. So I can't meditate. No. <laughs> like, I have a big freaking mouth. I talk nonstop. <laughs> so meditation is like my husband and I went to a hot yoga once. His friend owns a moksha yoga. We went to hot yoga. He, he was great at the yoga part. As soon as it's time to meditate, he starts rolling up his mat. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. What is this? Because we're done. <laughs> we can't meditate. There's no, we're not quiet. How did you get into modeling? Um, Have you always been like... Yeah. So when I Actually, someone asked me the other day and I thought about it. When I was like three, my parents took me to Toronto to um, Universal Broadcasting Studios. And that was in Toronto when I was three. And I did some like little commercials or little like flyers, magazine type stuff then, stopped, and then when I was 18, I entered um, a Venus swimsuit pageant. Venus swimwear is still a, a magazine, like yeah. an actual magazine. There's Venus clothing and bathing suits. They've been around forever. There was about 5,000 girls at this uh, go see them, and they had agents, and they had their pro, uh, portfolios and all or whatever. I just, I was a stripper. <laughs> I just went. <laughs> I had heard about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I got this." And, and they picked me. You won. And it, and the man who picked me just recently retired from actual the real Playboy, the American Playboy. His name's David Messi. He picked me out of the five thousand girls. Um, I so you ended up getting like you became like a Venus a girl? Venus swimsuit. Yeah. So in the actual Venus swimwear magazine, where you order your bathing suits and whatever, there I was, and it was really like it was fun. That was cool, and you got paid ten grand, and like you could pay tons of money back then. I mean, before the internet. That's why I have a hard time when someone says, "We got twenty five bucks if you want to come out to this car show." I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't want to come to the car show for twenty five bucks. Because it's not even going to get you because McDonald's I'm, 50 people yeah. I'm sorry. Because I it's am really, really that old school model where you got 10 grand a day. So, since the media, I love that you're doing that. I'm, hi, she's getting high. <laughs> the Kush Queen. So, that's how I started. Um, my, kid, my parents started me when I was three, took a long break. After a little bit, then when I was 18, did the Venus thing, <laughs> then stopped, was married for 15 years, had my two kids. Um, as soon as I got divorced, my husband now, he was the one who got me back into it. Um, I was a sunshine girl, the Toronto Sun 
And uh, so you I was like a stay-at-home mom for that. Yeah, time for I you? ran a daycare out of my home. Oh for, my gosh! For, I ran the daycare for eleven years. I was a stay-at-home mom. I wore like Winnie the Pooh overalls and brown hair. See, and then, that's yeah. why you have some patience too and oh, a yeah. positive outlook too, because you were. Oh my god! So, I have two kids and I want. <laughs> and I loved it. Daycare, I loved like I get. I can't wait till Monday comes after Sunday. I went through withdrawal when <laughs> like, I stopped that. Actually, I loved all those little buggers. <laughs> I they, really, they really become like your kids, right? I loved it. So, and I mean, and time and a place, I wouldn't do it now that I'm. I mean, I still babysit for friends here and there because I, I think it's fun. It's cute. Give me that little fix, but I think yeah. But you know, you can send them home with that yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. So I just hopped up and send them home. I'm in a better place now, like this last year, than I've been my entire life, which kind of freaks me out a bit too because. I still think, like, could it all just fall apart? Like, will I start using my pharmaceuticals again? Or will my husband leave me? Or will my, I don't know, I'll break a hip and because I'm older than dirt, I'll never heal or whatever. She's not older than dirt, okay? She's literally, like, three years older than me, so she's not older than dirt. (laughs) I've had a rough life. (laughs) It ages you. So, I'm, things are really, really good. Now, hopefully they just keep going up and up and up. But you never, you never know. You never know. So now your vacation that you guys went on recently. Oh, was that like a hedonism place? So was that like an actual club, or was that um, just like a vacation that ended up like that? <coughs> Excuse me. They are a lifestyle company, which is lifestyle is the trendier new way to say swinger. That's actually a nice way of putting it. And I don't like swinger because when you say you're a swinger, that means like I think of the old like you throw you're your swapping key, partners, you throw your key in like a bowl, that. and you just go with everyone, and everyone has sex and so whatever. That's not the life. That's not the lifestyle. Now, to me, the lifestyle is a state of mind. It's not an action. Doesn't mean so. Like when I say to people, "Yes, I am in the lifestyle," you wouldn't believe the messages I get. Women sending me their husbands' dicks pics, and I get them sending me their addresses, and they're coming me. That's not what I mean by we're in the lifestyle. It means we're open-minded. We are not jealous. We. I like to be naked or topless. I also like to smoke pot. I like to be in an open-minded, non-judgmental area, community. Yeah. Like, and that's what the lifestyle is to me. Now, yes, originally, so we, we went to Alaska and Mexico and everything with them, but originally it started in Jamaica at Hito. My best friends are Jamaican. Um, my godson is Jamaican. And... I love Jamaica, and it's the first place that my husband and I went that was extremely, my husband smoked a lot of pot, It's and that's what you do in Jamaica, Absolutely, so, yep. so, and it's, I mean, I like hot, and I like all the food, like oxtail and all that stuff, like, I we just like, had that yesterday for dinner, oh, actually, so good, so, the Jamaican lifestyle is really, like, near and dear to my heart, to my husband and I, really love all that, and it just so happens that the lifestyle, the lifestyle people, are all extremely the original group that I met so six seven years ago they're extremely supportive of all of this they buy my books they come to my events they share my stuff they they share my pictures which a lot of people don't want that on their stuff right they're extremely supportive so that's why I call them lifestyle and not swingers um, they're just a bunch of really great like-minded people that I want to travel the world with. I want to do stuff with um, because there's enough people, like, there's enough negative Ellie's and mean people. Absolutely. Well, we even know, like, a common person. Like, you know Fatima? Oh, yeah. Yes. She was at my wedding. Oh, my goodness. So I know her very well. Yeah. She's so awesome. She's such yeah. a nice person. And, like, they're... Like, there's no... I don't judge people either. I'm surrounded by... And I love going to places. Like, I, I say places like that. It's yes. an adult <laughs> playground. There's nothing wrong with that. You, there's I love places it. that... Yes, there are places There's a lot of places that don't welcome 
someone like me because I am very outspoken. I do have a big mouth. I do get over the top sometimes. And it just so happens that the lifestyle community is really accepting. So they seem to be. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's really not. Sometimes you just need to have some fun. And I mean with the Naked News, when you say, oh, I work for Naked News, during that time, I lost a lot of friends and a lot of... But then were they really my friends if because of what I did for a little... I don't know. It just, did you see that recently? Didn't you just lose like a good friend recently or something like that? Or stopped following you and blocked you or something? Well, I've had a lot of that recently. I had a girlfriend pass away very recently um, that I was trying to get on to CBDs and get off of pharmaceuticals. So that was a rough... And then when I looked at like sort of the friends or the... Not really friends, but the people I was hanging out with a bit and I, I let them sort of go my husband says that friends for a reason friends for a season or whatever oh yeah friends will come in and they do what they need to do and then some will stay and some will go so and the with ones the that leave they're gone for a reason passing of this girlfriend I started to reevaluate a lot of stuff again which I do all the time I get excited I mean I want everyone to get along I want everyone to be friends and then occasionally one or two bad eggs get in there and if they don't sort of weed themselves out I block and delete you. <laughs> and literally in real life, too. <laughs> I block and delete you. Um, I still have a problem with being super passive-aggressive. I was hoping my hoping getting high would make me have more balls as far as that. Like, No, that's one thing, definitely. Alcohol gives you that instant courage. Weed, just you're makes never me going that way with weed. You're always going to be level or you're just going to be, yeah. Yeah, which I keep waiting for me to be able to just go. No, if I ever want to confront somebody, then I'm... Do definitely am, don't I be smoke, high yeah do not, I'm not smoking bombs that's not happening it's totally not happening I did my first dab like three weeks ago the first time I ever did a dab was that did you do that I did it at that at Tyandega at the, did, did, was it a sublimator um, I don't know um, my husband did a sub the sublinator we went to um, a dab party or dab thing it was 91 fun. Supreme or something yeah oh I, I do really like 91 Supreme stuff I know everyone's gonna get hate everyone's gonna try my mind's better everybody's allowed to like what they I, want I, I'm so, like I said, I'm so new. I only know what I know. So like I awards. only... There's nothing wrong with yeah. liking their product. They have one so, awards. And, and same with that, like, uh, what's that pre-roll? Fukushima. Okay. Oh, those are good too. I loved it. I mean, I okay. love the stupid okay. thing. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. that's all I know. I mean, I know <laughs> Fukushima. So I smoked it. It was great. I love it. A bunch of people sent me their pre-rolls afterwards. I like Fukushima too. <laughs> I thought I didn't see anything wrong with theirs at all. Nothing wrong. So what do you do... When all this crap is turned off, and you guys are chilling out, and I mean, no, like I know you told oh. me that there's there's always something going on, but is there ever not something going on? I watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> What's your favorite I, show on Netflix right now? Um, oh god, and and that's another thing. I don't just watch one if it's like a series. I watch like I'll watch the whole thing. If this you're a power tonight. watcher, I'm I'll, a power watcher. So I write a whole weekend off. Um, Making a murder, um, that Murder Mountain, the Humboldt. Yeah, I just watched that um, too. I've watched Chelsea Handler. Um, what else have I watched? I like a lot of like crime stuff and like I like where I just watched one another imprisoned guy. I can't remember what it was called. What was that one called that we just watched? The guy's in prison still. I like and then I use my social media and I tweet them and I friend request them and they always follow me back almost always or families and if I can draw attention to that sort of stuff, some positive attention. I mean, why not? My social media is it's, I built it, so I might as well use it for something, right? Yeah. Like it's, you You're know. using it to interact with people. You're learning stuff about them. You're also putting yourself out there. What else do I like? Nurse Jackie. Um, oh, my God. Remember I that? Watching, did you watch Californication? Oh, I loved it. Shameless? And shameless. I didn't get in. I watched Shameless. I didn't love it, 
Um, um, Have you seen Weeds? Yeah, I, I did like Weeds. I, I like really, that. really liked I like that The show. Innocent Man. That's the one I just watched. The Innocent, Innocent Man, Man on Netflix. It just came out a couple days ago. Um, and it's actually, it's so up to date that the guy just went to court like um, December 17th or something was his appeal or whatever. But The Innocent Man is really good. If that doesn't set a fire under your ass like to outrage you on stuff, like all the innocent people in jail. Um, I like that those kind of things. I like... Um, What's that? What's the guy? Um, Ray Donovan. Oh, I like that. Show. Oh, I That's love awesome Ray show. Donovan. The one with the three brothers. Yeah, and they're and like the crazy dad. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually. The, yeah. That. Show, I like that. That show went all over the place, man. Well, it's kind of depressing this season this year. Uh, Dexter was my favorite. I liked Dexter. I too. really, really liked that. The That's, books are creepy. The first then, season, when I first watched that, I almost didn't get to go any further with it because it really creeped me out and then and then I got used to it and I was okay same with like um The Walking Dead oh I I, so I didn't get into The Walking Dead I watched one or two and I never did same with like Game of Thrones or what is it called Game of Thrones yeah Game of Thrones I've only watched one or two so my husband if the people if the star has an accent at all my husband doesn't watch it (laughs) 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 so if he can't he doesn't want to have to lip read or have to put in the like the writing across the bottom if he can't understand exactly what they're saying then we skip so anyone that have a really thick english accent or a really harsh scottish or irish accent we don't watch so (laughs) i'm sure i'm missing all kinds of amazing shit because my husband won't watch it i couldn't even watch it just because the first season's like just the whole freaking show really all day, it every was really day. Dark. Yeah. I, uh, I, I also like um, the um, what was I just gonna say? Um, like drug lord ones. Like I like um, like. Um, well, have you been watching that Queen Narcos, of the South? Or Queen of the South. So I say I call myself Queen of the South. I think I even put a hashtag a couple times, and my husband's like, "Okay, Queen of the South, you don't even jaywalk. Like, stop <laughs> telling calling yourself Queen of the South." So <laughs> you're, you're not bad to the bone. <laughs> I am. You are bad to the bone. <laughs> I think that's, Queen of the South is great. Narcos, all that stuff. I love it. stay so positive when you have all of the craziness that's going on? Because I know that you, people don't see all of the negative comments that you get sent to you. People don't see the crazy things that are like pictures that are sent to you or even like threats and stuff. So we see a side of you that's positive. But how do you, how do you do that? Like, I know that you say cannabis helps you, but there's got to be. That's super new. Because when I first started the social media. I dwelled on the negative. I could get all day long, you're hot, you're hot, you're hot. One negative, and I lose my mind. And I'd be like, you know, it really ate at me. It took three years to stop giving a crap. And I actually don't give a crap. Now, because it is a business and I'm a brand, any negative, it's engagement. Use it. You're just making me more money. Yeah, the haters. <laughs> Call me, haters whatever. Hate, it's, right? it's just good for It's all good for me. So, um, but it did take quite a about three years to stop dwelling on the negative and stop pointing it out. Now, now, I let it stay a lot of times or I block and delete it. And literally once I block and delete it, I let it go. I have some kind of crazy stalker issues, but that comes with the territory like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, you have two million people following you on one platform, then you have another like 40,000 almost on Instagram. And and I fed fed them um, a story, and I fed them sort of this mythical character that they buy into, and they think I'm that person in real life, or they think I'm that, you know? So they follow, that's why lots of people say, when I say send me a question or write me something, and they say, oh, I wanna tell you I love you. You only love those pictures. I've seen you, you know. say that before yeah. too. You're like, you don't, you, you don't love know me, me at all. Yeah. You like, you, I, I appreciate the compliment, but you don't know me at all. So, 
and that it's all fake. So <laughs> no, but your confidence is very. I don't know. I think that it's very. Well, I'm soaking so wet right now. Like so, my body, my mind, my mouth is going yeah, but my body is like oh, go to bed. <laughs> all the you time. Anxiety. I have anxiety and. Um, Crohn's is exhausting. I'm, you don't absorb all the vitamins and nutrients you should, you know. Oh, so even when you take supplements and stuff like that, yeah, it still it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't absorb. Your body isn't getting it. Like, so my, my teeth are, my teeth break all the time. I just, like, two weeks ago got new front teeth for, like, the third time. Um, they just break all the time. They split, my molar splits oh, up. My nails don't grow. Right my actual real nails don't grow. The whites in my eyes are always, if a, everyone, I mean, say we're not high. Yeah. Everyone's in the room. My eyes are always not as white as everyone else, not as clear. It's Crohn's affects every bit of your body. Also, because he's taking the nutrients. Yeah, also can lead to MS and arthritis and all these other things. You have other things you have to actually really focus on taking care of. I'm not taking anything. Only I'm, I'm juicing. I have um, seven pounds of leaf that I juice and put into little cubes. Um, And I so it's the cannabis. I juice it. Um, so I'm drinking it. I'm so eating it. You're drinking the raw cannabis yep. juice. Okay, and, I've heard some good things about that. And you don't that get recently. high off that. Everyone's like, do you get high? I'm like, no, it doesn't. You didn't heat it up. It doesn't get high. It's just, it's raw leaf. I don't get high. Um, I bathe in it uh, almost anytime I'm in the, t- if I'm in the shower or the bathtub, it's all CBD um, products, uh, the bath bomb, CBD, and so THC. So you're this stuff into your pores. The lotions I use are all CBD, hemp, um, stuff for my hair, whatever, like everything. So I'm eating it. I'm bathing in it. I'm ingesting it every way I can so I'm not using any pharmaceuticals to manage my Crohn's anxiety depression PTSD and all that I was in therapy for years and during the therapy I was also on all the meds I stopped all of that since cannabis including the therapy everything yes and I'm great I'm good of course I'm not cured everybody is always yeah guys so you get that everybody always a normal person functions and you do feel things you still have your regular oh, up yeah, and down. I still... She's just not doing the highs and the lows and the peaks. Now, I've noticed the last maybe four or five days, I get emotional about things, but that's a good thing because my emotions were suppressed because of my... Medication. I was on Welbutrin, Ciprolax, Ativan, Seroquel. I was a zombie. Yeah, and then throw that zombie a bottle of wine. And she was a zombie pissing herself all over the place. (laughs) I was a disaster on pharmaceuticals that everyone embraced. So I've lost a lot of that that love. I mean, I'm getting a whole new group of love, but I lost a lot of that love when I came forward with cannabis and not pharmaceuticals. See, and this is is a legality too, guys. So like for people to be judgmental on somebody's decision to go in a herbalistic medical fashion, instead of doing all of these toxins, we really don't know what's coming out in any of the medication that you truly take. You can like do as much research as you want to do on a pharmaceutical. I know Canada is really good for the way that we put out stuff and we have rules compared to other countries, but like you, you don't know what you're taking. You don't know what you're putting in your body. Cannabis is a plant. You can grow it yourself and then smoke it. Mm-hmm. So you know everything about it. You know the nutrients you're putting on that thing. You know everything. A little over a year ago, I went to, um, we have a thing called the Jervinsky Center here. I know where that is. It's up so on the I mountain, was, right? I was up, I was, went to the Jervinsky Center for an appointment, and I went by myself, and I wait, I paid, <clears> I parked, I crossed the street, I walk up, and I feel like I'm walking to my funeral or something. It's a it's cancer a, center, Yes, right? it's, so I go there, I wait on the third floor, and then I'm on the fourth floor, and then on the fifth floor, I see all the things I have to do, and then I left. So I was supposed to start radiation treatments. 
because I have, um, since my hysterectomy, we still found there's some more like nodules, like lymph, lymph node things. Like I have some stuff in my gallbladder. And I decided then I'm done. It was a beautiful sunshiny day and I wasn't gonna sit in a hospital with a bunch of 85 year olds anymore and wonder what was gonna happen and let them take out, like I've had a billion surgeries that I, I believe have all been from my abuse of pharmaceuticals. That, that then your kidney has troubles, then your liver's shutting down, then you're, I have no emotions, I gained all this weight, I'm depressed. Like, yeah, because you're steroid all, pumped and yeah, stuff exactly. like that too. So That's there, it's that all just sort right of now. spirals. So I left. I actually messaged my husband and said, it's freaking great, like gorgeous day, I'm out, I'm done. And he's like, well, what do they say? I'm like, they said it's up to me, you can start radiation or not. And I said, see ya. <laughs> and I have never, I didn't go back. I haven't actually been to my doctor since. And I've, I've been using 24-7 cannabis and CBD and I feel great. I feel great. Not cured. I not, God only knows what's going on, but I'm freaking happy and I'm doing it my way and it feels great. But even with medication, it was not curable. No, right? no. And exactly. So you're were, managing it in mm -hmm. your way instead of, yeah. When I got my first prescription, I remember her saying, it'll be less than two years. Take this pill. You'll get your serotonin levels and everything will go back up. You'll be fine. Have some therapy. It'll be less than two years. Six years later, I'm still on it and it's like 10 times the dose. As well as all kinds of buddies. Like you go, you need a 0.5 of this and a 0.5 of that. and yeah. I'm done. And... Maybe this isn't the advice, the smartest thing I've ever said. You know, like I shouldn't, if you're on stuff you should be on, then be on it. That's for you. But for me, I'm, I'm just, I mean. You can stop if you want to, but you have to make sure that you're doing it the right way, guys. You have to make sure that depending on what is wrong with you, we're not doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Go see your doctor. Wean yourself off properly. Do what you have to do. I kind of did what Jackie did as well. Like I was up to about 10 different uh, pharmaceuticals for being bipolar. And they said I was all these other things, but they all, I don't know why I had to take them all. And then they gave me one master drug that's supposed to encompass all my problems, but I'm still taking all these other pills. Right. So I'm down to one pill. I'd like to get off of the one, but it's, it's a what steroid. If, like what, it's, if I'm, what if I'm supposed to be emotional? What if I'm supposed to be I think we are. Crazy? I think some people are supposed what to be if overly. I'm supposed like, that's to like be... the artistic people. They have, so, they're in tune with their feelings more. What's wrong with that? So Nothing. you could just kill all my so I wouldn't cry or I wouldn't be moody or I didn't act out or I didn't whatever. Like, what if Jackie just is drama? <laughs> she just is passionate. She just yeah, is not everybody's quiet. You know, like, and not everyone's quiet. Exactly. Like, not everyone's a size freaking two. You know, like we're all, we're all different. And with my cannabis journey, it's, I'll get messages. Oh, what, how, how did you start? And how much did you take? And when you juice, how much you, it's different for everyone. You have to do it yourself. You just have to, you have to start, start low or start small or whatever it is. Start low and go slow, that thing. And that's, and read as much as you can. Ask people. I'm, I will come into a place where I see a bunch of bongs in the window. I'll knock on the door and go in and I'll ask them everything. Cause I don't know anything. Yeah. And you want to know. <laughs> and I've never used a bong. So. Never be afraid to ask the questions. Ever. <laughs> and yeah. And that's another thing. Everyone is excited about like their stuff within this industry, what they have or what they know or what, and they're excited to share. I mean, I, I love it. I've never, I have never been treated like I'm treated in my life. And this is the family, this is the people that I actually would use the word hate all the time. That they, the stoners and the druggies and that you were wrecking my world. You were ruining my life. It's so weird that this it is... It is weird because... That's why I say I owe everyone... Would never say that I, about I owe other everyone people, right? an, an, a humongous apology and that these people and this lifestyle, this community is saving my life. So... 
it figures, eh? The ones that I was like, oh, those are the stoners. Those are the losers. Those are the, oh, no, look at them. And meanwhile, they're really, that community is what's saving my life. Yeah, I found that this community, um, I've only been on Instagram maybe for about a year and a half now. And uh, I was on it normal. Like, I had like a normal mm-hmm. page. But when I decided to let myself go, I was on leave from work. And I said, screw it. I'm just going to start doing bongs. I'm going to start meeting people. I have well, never. You have a real job, though. So what does the cannabis industry do to your job? Nothing. Like, it, it doesn't affect you negatively at all, or nobody freaks out? No, everybody has people at my work smoke pot. Oh, they okay. have tattoos. Do you guys see your mailman? Half of us are covered <laughs> in tattoos. Half of us are, yeah, like, no, it's pretty It's pretty normal. Plus, I have a medical license, so they can't really do much right. for me at work. Like, I don't smoke it at work. I don't bring it to I work. I don't have a medical license until next. I'm going on Thursday. See, I have so a problem, though. Thursday. Like, I'll get home from work, and my, like, it's, I go like eight, nine hours without, you know, so day, is right? it anxious? Like anxiety? I get anxiety. I get the sweats. I start doing the upper lip yeah, thing starts too. and then my stomach starts turning and then my head starts going and I don't know. I can't stop it. Right. Like you get all that, you've got that warmth inside yeah. and you just like, okay, I want to turn off this. Right. I feel like I'm having hot flashes 24 which hours a day, which I'm, I'm not, menopause, but I could be, right? So, right. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't have any hormones. I had, I had a full hysterectomy, so I have no ovaries. I have no uterus. I have no, like so you so, instant, you didn't even get the, uh, so I didn't get go the slowdown. Exactly. It's like being hit by a Mack truck. All of a sudden I am full blown menopause. So now it's been a year. I have no, I don't produce any hormones and I don't take any hormones. So everyone's like, oh my God, like, are yeah. you visible? And what about your sex life? And how are you so happy? And cannabis, I, I mean, that's the only thing I use and that's the only thing your that I've added to my life. Your body has accepted it so well that it's just balanced you like, out. That's I, Maybe that's I was insane. supposed to be a stoner all along. <laughs> I always say my kids would probably be grounded 24 hours a day if I didn't smoke bong hits. Um, I'd probably not have friends if it's, I didn't smoke bong hits. I, it's so yeah. weird to talk to my kid, my son now. He's 20, and it's so weird because of the way I raised him to now. Like that, I mean, I have bongs and pipes and things all over my home. I I host high, high tea parties. I have. Literally, yeah. I have people coming in and out, dropping stuff off. At the You're house. making it the norm, and we talk about it all day long. So why and, can't it be the normal though? People have like wine on the counter in their kitchen half exa- the time. Exactly, they've got little mini bars sitting out there. People have beers that they walk in and they're just cracking beers after work. Why? Yeah, why, why can't, can't it? it be? Now my husband, like, I don't want to smoke bongs and blow them in my kid's face. Right. Don't get me wrong, and right. I'm not going to smoke because of the secondhand smoke aspect of mm-hmm. it. That does change the way I smoke. I will not do it around my kids. Right. Like drinking, there's no secondhand unless they try to sneak a sip. But like, why are you touching my wine, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like your kids are not touching your wine. But that's different. So it's the same. That's the only problem I have. My husband comes home from work and he always like, he has a ritual like why he doesn't like pre-rolls or he doesn't like whatever because he likes to grind it as stuff his own and go outside and he likes to wine. do the whole routine it's sort of his little yeah it's a routine his he likes little to roll blunts and he likes the whole he likes to do the whole thing right he likes he likes to make his own little filter he likes to roll them the way he rolls them and he does it every day at That's the same time relaxation. at the same yeah so which I originally was like oh god why does he do this so I thought it was such a negative and it turns out it's I mean it's great <laughs> do you feel like you're ripped off if you lose that part of it like the rolling part if somebody were to hand you a joint because if I try to do a, a bong and the bong uh, if I don't pop the bowl I feel like I'm completely ripped right off. Like it just, it, it drives me crazy and then I've got to do it again. I'm still okay, we're so going to re come so. back on here guys in about 10 seconds. I'm going to, my live will turn off and we will come back on and we will start it again. So I'm just going to do it now. I'm still recording.
That's the thing, though, right? Like, this is cool. And it has a countdown. I didn't know that until, like, a couple of weeks ago. We're back! <laughs> hey! Still me! <laughs> Chick never shuts up, but I get dry mouth now. <laughs> and I never had before. I get it. I have it all the time now. And that's not even... And you don't... And you're not smoking it either. It's from the oil that I take all day, and I eat edibles, and... That, I would never think that. I always thought that cotton milk came from literally no, smoking. No, I, and I was learning through, because I did some sex and cannabis talks at Oasis, and I also write about sex and cannabis, and, like, it affects all of your mucous membranes. It really does. Oh, I hear what you're saying. You're so, <laughs> yeah, so it, like, it dries you up everywhere. Now, when you get into the mood, your mind... Will totally change the right. way stuff happens. And exactly. So, and I like, um, you know what we never talked about? We've just made our own because they're so freaking expensive suppositories. I love them. Oh, you can just... There we go. Are we good again? Yeah. Anyhow. Hour two. So we started making our own suppositories and because they were like $10, $12 each and I was taking four a day. Um, what do you put in them? Um, it's coconut oil and Rick Simpson oil. Oh, so you can just do it that way. And you put them in the freezer and you order the little cone things. The little Now I like buying them because you can travel with them and they're cleaner and they don't smell and they whatever because the ones you make... They still they smell like weed. They, smell they sell like, those, and then yeah, they do. I bought a bunch of them, um, two or three times now from Tyne Digger from Smoke Signals. I didn't know they made those. Smoke Signals has a lot of them, and has them in different, um, like I think they're sixty milligrams is what I take. Now okay, you don't so get you high. Now you don't. Everyone's like, oh, how high is that? If you're doing that four times a day, you don't get high. And even your body sort of sensation is not like if you've eaten an edible. It doesn't pass, I believe, your liver or something. Is a kidney, liver, I think, is why when you put it anally or vaginally. Oh, so there's a certain way that it's not from. But for someone with Crohn's or menstrual cramps or like any sort of women problems, like your own or whatever, closer yeah, to the area exactly. too. So you right? put it right, right to right the there. source. So and I'm, it helps me immensely. So. I, the, the funny little everyone's like really you stick that in your so you put that in your in your hooch yeah I do and it helps tremendously you can buy them at the at the pharmacy like yeah I don't mean the one she's getting like you yeah. can buy other kinds at the pharmacy so there's Which actually it's medical there's nothing wrong with them so you know the ones you buy I'm like why don't we melt these down and then just add the Rick Simpson oil to it but then that would make me go to the bathroom because those are the <laughs> suppositories right yeah so it's different <laughs> you just this use the medicated oil. coconut oil and Rick Simpson I didn't even know they made those mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the brand, but I've seen them. Um, they're very hard to find online, like Birch and Bog and those places don't have them. But Smoke Signals has had them every time. And I was actually really, really sick about eight months ago. And they sent me a bunch, like, immediately, which was great, because I couldn't find them anywhere. And I had asked Dr. Earl, and I had asked around. They were really hard to find. And thank God they got me them. So. That's awesome. What's in store yeah. for you this month? Um, well, I'm going to Vegas with Blues Fest Windsor. Um, Blues Fest Windsor is because I not only am I a cannabis influencer, but I'm in the music industry. I've been in music videos. I hang out with lots of yeah, musicians. Yeah, you love and stuff. Really yeah. Rock and stuff I really, like that really like. I I don't actually like. I love classic rock. Um, you like all music. I, I like all music. So you can see me at pretty much any music. But like I go to Boots and Hearts, like because it's it's great. But then you see me at dance hall stuff in Jamaica. So I mean, it's, you just <laughs> like music. I just really like music. So. Um, Blues Fest Windsor is taking me to um, Vegas to this. Their, they have a big Super Bowl party at the D Las Vegas on Fremont Street, and uh, 
I've worked with them the last two years to promote their music festival, so they're taking me away for oh, a little right treat. on Fremont Street. Yeah, and then That's um, the big street. Then I'm in Arizona. Um, I'm gonna just check out some dispensaries and some. There's a lot of um, in Arizona. They have a lot of like sort of those. I'm not bacon bend, but like you know what bacon bend is like, where you get high and then do yoga or whatever. There's a oh, lot no. of really cool stuff. <coughs> I thought you were gonna say like a butt and breakfast, like like that. Actually, there's a lot of cool stuff in Arizona that, that we don't have here, and just different. So that's what we're gonna do in Arizona. So um, and that's February. February we're gone almost a lot. <laughs> we're gone a lot in February, and then I don't know. I've got a lot of music festivals, and then there's like the cannabis stuff. All the festivals and the cups and all that. Yeah, they're on Hopefully, the I'll be asked again to judge <coughs> or come. It was fun. I hosted the Diamond Cup. It was just a small little. They had, I think, they had sixteen vendors, and like it was the same thing. They had, I just hosted. Where it. was they had Judges. It was in Toronto. It was really little. Diamond Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, the, did we go to that? No, we were I supposed to. I missed. We missed it. Last it was day. Mm-hmm. It was the last day. Yeah. I on the first day. Oh yeah, it was. It was just a tiny little. It was fun. Yeah. It was There's Canna Crawl coming yeah. this month too. Yeah, you're going to Canna Crawl. And well, that's the 26th, right? Yes. My husband says we are going to Canna Crawl. Please <laughs> give me a thumbs up. <laughs> Canna Crawl's in. What about High Canada Magazine? Um. Now I love. Now, Sai has been a wealth. Of knowledge for me, um, I'm probably annoying to him. He might not say the same thing. All I do is ask him questions. Um, we've never actually had a give or take, con- like we've never actually had a real conversation. All it is is me hammering with questions because I don't know a lot about a lot. And you know so, he knows, so and I know him. he knows. He he um, he actually opened a lot of doors for me in the cannabis industry as well. Before we had actually met, um, I received a message from him, and then like a CC of somebody else. So when big conventions or big companies were coming in the LPs or do they call them the suits he he got me invited to their industry events and stuff and so I was so new no one knew me and I didn't know anything about it but it was Sai who started all all of that that's awesome so yeah like so I mean I've had Dr. Earl was the first person to get me high <laughs> and then Sai was the one who opened all the doors and Harry White you know who Harry White is he's friends with Sai he has like a bee farm okay so he makes the honey, all the infused honeys. His bees um, fly around the cannabis farm, and those bees, the honey they they make is already in, is infused. <coughs> it's infused honey, like it's so. so they're basically uh, high. They're stoner bees. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've talked about this with people before, like when they say lavender honey or yeah, they say all yeah. these like rose. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because they're in that kind of a farm can, with those kind of plants. Yeah, you can manipulate them over the over they gotta time be. to do certain mm. things. They're stoner bees. Yeah. So I, I just and that's I mean now I'm trying out the mushroom situation and it's a plant, like they're I mean they're plants they're they're vegetable isn't a mushroom what is it? it's well it's a fungus right a fungus yeah I feel like as long as you're taking a plant from its natural state. Because the mushroom, you're drying it and then you're eating yeah. it. The plant, you're drying it, you're smoking it. As long as you're not taking like a freaking poppy and popping it open and trying to like, you know. Well, like I was saying, that's, we're, that's we're, different. You're we're, getting everyone's into looking levels. for a magic pill. We're all looking for that magic pill, that quick fix. What if we're we're completely off and we should be looking for that magic plant? What if, you know, it was the plant that <laughs> we've been a pill. You know, and it's not a pill that we should be looking for. And stop reaching for the goddamn pills. Let's reach for the plant. Nature. Like, and like, look at this, like, I'm at the Hamilton Vape Lounge, it's so cool, like, I love this, like, this is, this is supposed to be like a chill, comfortable vibe, like, how can this be a negative thing? It's never, 
This actually, guys, is probably one of the, my happy places. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a happy place for me when I come here. Because the little dude that owns it's cute, too. <laughs> you didn't hear you say that, eh? You guys know who Anthony is. He's like the smile man. They're packing candy packages right now in here. Yeah, so if anyone's like, when you get the munchies, they're well stocked. <laughs> so you fun. guys are you're going to Fremont. You're coming with us to Canada Crawl. You're going to probably be at that High Canada Magazine thing. That's in February. Yes, in February. You'll be at that probably. And then um, what do you guys have coming up like big in the summertime? You guys going into more of the vacation spots? I have, I'm not really supposed to say too much, but I'm working with a company right now um, in Toronto. Um, my husband and I are probably going across Canada for a television show. That's really cool. Within the cannabis industry. So, and that's probably what my summer will entail. Um, I'm not supposed to tell too much. So you don't, that's all we're knowing. (laughs) There you go. You'll see me on TV. Hi. (laughs) And just being myself. I mean, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a mom and I'm new to this. I'm curious. I, I'm not what they say they the typical stoner I'm not the typical what I mean I don't have dreadlocks and I don't I'm just yeah you know you I mean that the stereotype of the typical stoner girl she's got some cool you know like the I'm just an I'm just your everyday Becky <laughs> I guess you would say like the typical stoner is like it's like a hippie it's yeah a hippie check, right? well, that's the thing I mean not really what it is anymore it's not like that there is no right so now it we're changing be. that right we're yeah, just we're slowly be. we're just individuals who medicate in different fashions that's what it is. You and, and I have the social media to, to share my experiences. And like, do you, do you get high or do you medicate? Oh, I get high. You get high? Yeah. I get, now, I get high and I, it's only been about three weeks that I ever said publicly that I get high or that I ever posted a picture of me blowing some smoke out of my mouth or with a thing no, in my... No, but you're like edible high though. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's so, different. That's, so now that's that I've done high. my dabs and whatever and I, I like to smoke with my husband a little bit, I, I share publicly, yeah, I actually get high. And that's when I do ask though that because of my job... Um, that I put, we all put our cell phones away, or my husband always has that camera taking pictures of everything. If we put our cameras away, like let me enjoy it. Like I don't want to put on. If I'm sort of elevated, I don't. That's okay. But if I'm high and I'm having a you fun, just you hang know, out. I just want to chill yeah. and not be putting on any sort of show. So I mean, other than for my friends within that room, <laughs> doesn't need to be on social media. <laughs> so when I got the onesie, I put the onesie on and said, "Okay, let's shut the cameras off." That when we went to the um, smoke signals party, and they gave me the onesie, I put it on and I'm like, "Okay, hey, cameras are off. Party's over." <laughs> yeah, that thing's wicked. It has a rolling tray. The front flap is a rolling tray. When you drop the little thing, like the little kangaroo. I flap, didn't see that part. It's wicked. And there's nine spots in it to hide your stash. Like, there's zippers. There's a thing in your leg. It says raw. It looks like just a piece of the fabric. You move it, and you can hide stuff in there. The ankles all have little pockets, and it's cool. Okay, so next time, anybody that owns one of those little outfits, can you do a video for everybody to see all of these little pockets? Because I've oh, seen yeah, one Oh, yeah, Mel live. has one. I think Mel has one, or Mel's son has oh, one. Oh, I'm going to make her show me, because I saw somebody wearing one. She would know more about it than... Oh, my God. I didn't even know that they had all that stuff. They're really cool. And I just saw OCD Elite or whatever. Um, I can't remember his name. James or Neil. He was wearing one snowboarding. Like he wore the actual. He just. I saw one at the 91 Supreme, but he was wearing like that cannabis suit from head to toe. Oh, yeah. And then the other guy was wearing the raw outfit. It was crazy. 
Thank you for this. Very nice. Thank I'm you. Meter and organite, guys. Love it. It's beautiful. You guys will see some cool pictures of it somewhere cool. And I got you. That's your pendant too. And Thank guess you. what? I introduced her to. They're delicious. She likes high chews. High <laughs> chews. It's like oh look at look at everybody. So I'd like, like to thank all of you guys for joining us tonight. Please stay tuned for the posting. I will let you guys know as soon as this gets up onto our podcast episodes. And follow so, me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Everywhere. I'll make sure that I do a clip for you guys that has all of her spots that you guys can go check her out. But um, it's interesting. I won't send you a nude. I might send you a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Well, you're awesome. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I'm not sending you a noob. I'll send that you a That was awesome. Oh, thank, thank you so you much. That was so awesome.